Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Today we're talking about type two and we're talking about when the uh, healthy or high or low sides of the two, um, you can call it passive integration or what they're like under stress, what they're like when they relax. Um, what is the what is the path of integration for a type two? So if you're a type two, thank you for joining me for this video. I hope this is helpful for you. And for those of you who are friends of twos or work with twos, uh, I think this will help you better understand what's going on when you see twos get upset or when you see them uh, go silent or go dark. Um, you can better understand what might be going on or transpiring in their mind. Um, twos, of course, are called the givers or the helpers. I like the term the pleasers because I think it best illustrates or best helps you understand what's going on in the in the mindset of a two. I think twos really do want to be pleasing to people. Remember twos, threes, and fours are shame types and so they're moving towards something but they're moving away from something as well and what they're moving away from is this sense of, of um, loss of value you know what what am I on earth for why am I here uh, what am I worth to people um, threes will do that by achieving a lot they'll get that sense of admiration by uh, polishing up the exterior and making themselves admirable fours by being different they kind of look at the world and say everybody's the same and if everybody's the same then why am I here? What importance do I have? But if they're unique and they stand out, then they have that sense of importance and, and value. Twos are going to create value for themselves by being pleasing to you, by coming alongside and being supportive to you and by directing attention at you. Uh, you're going to want them in your life because they make you feel fantastic when they're healthy. They make you feel valued. And so... Um, I do think I understand twos pretty well. I've been married to my wife for 28 years at the time of this video, and we dated for four years before that, and she is very much a two. She is a two-wing one, and um, I think I can understand you know, what's going on in their heart and mind and what makes them tick, what motivates them, what frustrates them. Uh, Lord knows I've frustrated her many times. Uh, so I know what it looks like when she gets upset. And so I want to talk today about, you know, what does it look like when they go to their low side? I, I, like, the, I, I like the metaphor of the, the cabin. Okay, so think the cabin in the woods. The cabin in the woods represents the number that you live in. So for the two, that's the number two. And on both sides of the two are, are neighbors. You know, down this path on one side is, is neighbor number one. And two can borrow from neighbor number one. Uh, ones are very much interested in getting things done right, in doing things the correct way, in following social norms, and in serving others, um, and being a good person. And so twos can borrow from that neighbor some of those characteristics and some of those traits. Um, and then the neighbor down the other path is neighbor number three. And the three is very interested in being um, admired, being a professional, accomplishing great goals, um, getting ahead and proving themselves and overcoming obstacles and overcoming challenges and looking great doing it and fitting in and being, um, you know, the best, most desirable 
they can be and twos can borrow those characteristics as well but twos definitely live in their own cabin and when they are upset they they kind of think of it as going down to the bottom of the hill to where the outhouse is and they can spend some time in that outhouse and for a two uh, it's the lower side of of eight so their outhouse has a number eight on it and they pick up kind of the the worst traits or the let's say the most uh, uh, least desirable traits of the eight when uh, when they're in their outhouse when they're upset when they're highly stressed when they're frustrated and um, then they can go they can stay there as long as they want and nobody's gonna want to come visit you when you're in your outhouse and you're gonna find yourself alone and and angry and hurt but when you decide that you've kind of gotten over that and you've observed that that's where you're at you can make your way back up to your cabin and go back to two where you belong or sometimes you can even go to the top of the hill to your um, let's say your your apple orchard your uh, your fruit trees are up at the top of the hill and for a two though that's the best characteristics or some of the best characteristics of type four and so when twos are integrated and and doing well and healthy and calm and secure you'll see them move to the top of uh, of, of the hill where they pick up a lot of the best traits uh, from Enneagram type four the individualist uh, remember eight is the challenger so they get very challenged and challenging when they are not doing well and they become more individualistic in a positive sense in when when they're doing well and we'll talk about each of these in more detail here so what's it look like when twos of course when twos go to the outhouse well twos of course you know let's remember that they are a a type that that wants to be supportive that wants to be helpful that that finds their value in being valuable to you and being pleasing to you and so there's certain things that if you're going to be a pleasing person and you're going to you know be that perfect companion there's certain things that you're going to dial down right in your personality like you're going to want to dial down conflict if you want to be a pleasing person then you're going to probably try to avoid conflict you're going to avoid disappointing people you're not going to want to be disappointing to people you're going to avoid um you know anything that is going to make you look bad like uh, you're going to pay careful attention to what's expected of you to follow social norms and uh, to to look pleasing you're not going to like it when people are bullies or when people are immature because um, those things are not pleasing and you're uh, you know your radar is up to look for those who have needs that you can support but is also looking for what might cause embarrassment then I want to avoid that anything that's going to cause embarrassment or going to be shameful or humiliating twos are on the uh, alert for those things and they immediately know that I shouldn't do this because that is not um, a good characteristic that is not a pleasing characteristic and so I want to avoid that twos 
you know, work really hard at being good people, work really hard at being lovable, at being kind, being generous and helpful, and all those characteristics that make them so attractive. Um, by turning the spotlight on you and making you feel special, they then become desirable and special themselves. Okay, so when twos are under stress, when they're not doing well, okay, when they're, when they're overwhelmed, when they're frustrated, um, what's that going to look like? Well, twos will finally get angry and you'll start to see there's some cracks in that nice, overly kind, sentimental, you know, um, you're going to see that there's some cracks in that personality when they get hurt. And, and often they get hurt because they've been doing so much for other people and other people just come to expect that from them. So maybe people around them are not as appreciative as they should be or become critical. And twos are very sensitive to criti criticism because their whole goal is to be pleasing and to not be a disappointment. And when you start criticizing and nitpicking and pointing out what they could do better and why they didn't measure up, it's going to be very hurtful. And, and two's natural reaction is to be hurt and to be frustrated and, um, you know, to feel like they've let you down. And if I've let you down, then, then you know, there's some major problems for them. Um, when twos feel like they're taking care of everybody else and nobody's really paying attention to them or taking care of them, they, they, could, they could be upset by that, as, as one might expect. They might be upset by that. Um, now, it's not always conscious for the two that they're, they're doing so much for others with the anticipation that others will then you know, respond appropriately. That may not be a conscious thought. They may just think, no, I want to help because I need to help. I want to help because they need help. But they're, but unconsciously, I think what's happening is a two is thinking that by doing so much for others, won't they then in turn reciprocate that love and that goodwill and that help, you know, to me? Won't they include me? And when twos feel like they're being unincluded, um, it's going to be very hurtful to them. Um, experience can be bitter and can be a bitter teacher. And one of the things that experience teaches twos is even though they give and serve and help others, they're not always going to be appreciated and included and cared uh, to the level that, they, that their efforts um, would indicate that they should be. And again, I said like cracks will start to appear in that friendly facade that the two has. Um, others looking at the two may be shocked when this happens, um, may not understand at all when a two gets upset and can move to the eight, you know, the challenger, and then becomes sometimes vocal and direct when they're usually so indirect when they become direct and vocal, or when they become withdrawn and silent, and you might say go dark, you know, 
the rest of the people in the two's life or in their experience may really be shocked and surprised by that and mystified and not not able to not understanding what's wrong what what happened um because it's not the way we typically see you and and what can happen over time is you know when twos jump in and serve and when twos step in and and help it starts to become your identity in the minds of the rest of the people in your life they just start to think you know well mary will always come in and mary will always you know clean up after the rest of us and and it looks like she likes to like she's enjoying it like she finds that that's her place in life is to come in behind all of us rugrats you know and clean up after it and it starts to become the way people look at you and when all of a sudden one day you've had enough and you're upset the people that have been relying on you quote unquote taking advantage of you are mystified because it seemed like you enjoyed this it seemed like this is what you wanted to do it seemed like you were happy doing this like you were happiest doing this and now all of a sudden you're upset and you're angry and you're hurt and you're frustrated and you're quiet and you're or you're loud and it's not making any sense because we're all getting out of the way to let you do what you want to do so be patient with yourself and be patient with the rest of us when sometimes uh, it's not adding up to us this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase that's shopify.com slash special offer when we see you upset it it sometimes can be a little confusing uh, for those that are in your life Twos uh, on the low side can express resentment, you know, kind of the after all I've done for you, how many years have I folded your laundry, how many years have I washed dishes, and you guys, as soon as it's dinner time's over, everybody scatters and nobody wants to help, and and so it can, it can you know, what you're saying is, is I deserve to be treated better than this, and you do, you do, but like I said, we may not the people in your life may not always understand um, your expectations because what twos don't share their expectations often they don't they have a hard time expressing what they need and so it seems like you're kind of a superman or you're kind of a superwoman and so or wonder woman and so when you know the cracks start to form and you start to quote unquote get real and share with everybody what's real how you really feel sometimes people aren't ready ready for that uh twos could get controlling and bossing um as opposed to their normal tactic which is hinting hinting and implying you know if not careful twos can kind of walk around like don't you read my mind if you read my mind then you would know i need help but you're not why aren't you reading my mind because twos are so good at sort of reading what other people need it's it's like their radar is up and they're just reading what people need and they can predict what you need before you know you need it they don't understand that we don't have that ability 
we're not reading your mind. We're not trying to get ahead and help you with what you might need next. It's not in our personalities to do that. And so twos can can miss that other people don't know to do that or even maybe want to do that or feel any responsibility to, to offer help or assistance. Um, when twos are hurt and angry and upset, um, they might begin to punish the people in their lives and simply withdraw the love and the support. Now, it's not that they don't love you anymore. I don't think that, you know, that they're actually removing their love from you, but it may be their affection or their attention um, or their outward demonstrations of love. And so they will go dark and they will go cold um, and, you know, respond to you in in a dark and cold manner um, they will may withdraw that support and no longer offer help and it's kind of like you've taken me for granted now let's see how you do on your own uh, let's see how you do it without my help um, they can become irritated if you don't acknowledge their advice um, or acknowledge their um, effort and can even become manipulative you know, and manipulate uh, the conversations by kind of secretly forcing things to go the way they want. Um, and sometimes they're not even aware that they're doing this. And so they may be manipulating and, and say, no, I'm not manipulative. I'm not manipulating things. But everybody around them may feel like they're being manipulated. You know, there's pouting, there's sulking, they're maybe giving you the silent treatment. And other people in their life might look at that as though we're this person's trying to manipulate us, you know, into uh, doing what we ought to do, quote unquote, ought to do. I have a good friend that's a two and he's been watching my videos and he said, he said, uh, you know, uh, Tom, you've got to, and he was yelling at me. He's like, you have got to reprimand us twos for being manipulative. He's like, you are not at all being harsh enough with us twos and pointing out and calling out the way we manipulate people. Now he's new to the Enneagram and he's been watching the videos, like I said, and he's realized, you know, in his own life, looking back, how much he has manipulated people in his life um, or attempted to manipulate them and at the cost of some of those very precious relationships. And, uh, and, you know, his relationships has suffered, have suffered because, uh, in part, at least, because of some of his unhealthy efforts or attempts to try to meet his own needs. And he was very direct and forward with me as, you know, how the videos have helped him and how the Enneagram has helped him. But he wanted me, you know, to reach out and grab you guys by the throat and say, Look, you may not realize what you're doing. You may not realize how you're coming across to the people in your life that you love and care about when you're so upset. And um, so I'll just pass that on to you guys and, and uh, you know, let that challenge you if you need to be challenged. Their neediness, you know, uh, twos are focused on your neediness, but they have needs of their own. Everybody does. Twos are no, no different than the rest of us in that we all have certain needs. 
But that neediness of the two that they don't like to express, remember their sin is what? Pride, right? And so they kind of approach relationships like, I don't have needs, you do. I'm here for you. I'm here to take care of you. Let's put the spotlight on you. And they feel most you know, comfortable when the spotlight is not on them, when it's on you. But their own needs, um, when they are unhealthy, can, can now be voiced, if they will. If they're so hurt and frustrated, they may not. They may just disconnect from you. But, but when, when, when they move toward the eight, they could become maybe a little dominant, a little more, let's just say more domineering than they would be when they're in their healthy cabin, you know, two cabin. Um, they uh, can become furious and demanding. They uh, begin to, in maybe a healthy way, start advocating for themselves because that's not what they do naturally. But when they finally get their fill and get enough and feel like, you know, they're being neglected and their needs are not being paid attention to and they're not being cared for, and all the things that they do for us so well, they may begin to advocate for themselves. Um, they may attempt to control and take control of the situation. They may become distrustful of others. You know, eights are distrustful of people. Remember, eights are an anger type, so they look at people like people are stupid, you need to work around them, they get in the way. And when twos are very unhealthy or angry or upset, they may start to look at the people in their life as though, People are stupid, they're getting in the way, they're, they're not paying attention to what needs to be paid attention to, and they may become distrustful of the people in their life. And eights, when they're upset, you know, they go to five. They isolate and withdraw themselves. And in a sense, twos can kind of do that as well when they're upset. They can isolate and withdraw themselves um, and just sort of like go quiet and just not participate, you know. Okay, so that's the outhouse now if you're two and that describes you you may be spending too much time in the outhouse so the best thing you can do is don't try to fix yourself just observe that that's what you're doing and then ask yourself you know do i think i'm going to get better sitting here in this outhouse um you know you can relieve yourself and let some things go, but do you really want to live in the outhouse? No, you don't. So you can make your path back up to your cabin. You can make your journey back up, but you've got to make you got to do some intention. You got you got to decide that I, I don't want to live in this outhouse any longer. I'm going to make my way back up to my home, and I'm going to live in my cabin. I'm not going to live in the outhouse, and I'm gonna have to forgive and let some things go, and I'm gonna have to look people in the eyes and, and tell them I'm upset, and that's going to be more displeasing to people, but you're gonna have to look them in the eyes, and you're gonna have to have those difficult conversations, and, and you can do it. All right, now, when things are going really well, and twos feel very cared for, and very loved and their love tank is full and they're able to give generously and love generously twos will integrate to uh, a high side and that high side for them is fours is to their orchard their fruit trees up at the top of the hill are are the best parts of type four and type four is called the individualist right what does the individualist care about the individualist cares about being true to themselves 
about being their own person, about listening to their inner voice, their inner guidance, and doing what feels right or what seems right to their inner guidance system, okay? So a two, when they're very healthy, will, will start to listen to their own voice instead of just saying, you know, what do others need me to be? What do, how can I be pleasing to others? How can I be, you know, tasteful? The two will start to ask themselves when they're healthy, what do I want? What do I like? What kind of music do I like? What TV shows do I want to watch? What kind of food do I want to eat? Uh, what do I want to do with my free, my free time or my Saturday? Not just I'm here to support everybody else, but I have my own wants and needs and, and I'm going to explore what those wants and needs are and I'm going to make them known. And I don't, I'm not afraid to differentiate myself, which fours will differentiate themselves. The two, when they're healthy, says, it's okay for me to differentiate myself from all the people that I love. Um, I can be my own person. And I can have my own wants and dreams and hopes in life and my own preferences. And that's okay. It's okay for me to be my own person and to you know, like things that I like. And I'm not displeasing to others simply because I like what I like. On the high side, type two leaders do the work of becoming more self-aware, more self-conscious, um, and more diplomatic, um, generous, supportive, without expecting everything in return or anything in return. They're just doing it because they're full, they're happy, they're content. And so when twos are happy and content, they wanna take care of others. They want to get in touch with themselves, you know, and also take care of others. Twos will then serve and give and help simply because it's what they want to do or it's the right thing to do or it's what they feel compelled to do or called to do without necessarily needing others to reciprocate. Um, they're just doing it because it's what needs to be done. Um, they don't need as much to be affirmed by others or appreciated by others. Uh, or, and they can let go of that subconscious expectation that others are going to, you know, um, give them uh, attention, favor, appreciation, and all those things. Uh, another thing that happens for twos when they get healthy is they get better at establishing and enforcing their boundaries. Boundaries is a great concept that all of us need to work on, but twos especially need to grow in this area. Um, and you may find that that's very true of yourself, is it's very hard to say no to people. Um, you know, your skin is a natural boundary. It keeps out the bad and keeps in the good. And um, the word no is a hard word sometimes for twos. To look at somebody who's asking you for help and say, I'm sorry, no. You know who it's not a hard word for? Eights. It's probably the natural response of an eight whenever they're asked to do something. Can you do this for me? Could you take care of this? The eight's going to say, no, it's not my job. It's not my responsibility. Um, so that's one of the parts of an eight that might be beneficial for you to, well, would be beneficial for you to incorporate over, you know, go up to, go down to the outhouse. And that may be something that you, a lesson you want to learn down there and bring it back with you to your cabin, that it's okay for you to look at all of your neighbors and all of your community and say, no, I'm not going to do that, or no, I don't have time. And, you know, there's nice ways to say no. You know, there's a lot of nice ways to say no, because I know twos want to be nice. So you might say something like this, 
look, I'd love to help, but as it is, my plate is full. And then practice the broken record technique. The broken record technique is don't get into a conversation with people about everything they're asking you to do and be and help them with. Just continue repeating the same statement over and over until the person realizes they're not getting through. So the conversation may go something like this. Hey, uh, Sam, I really need your help on this project. You always come through for me. I always know I can depend on you. And Sam can respond, look, Frank, I really appreciate your confidence in me and I'd love to be able to help, but this time I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to. My plate is already full and there's nothing else I can give up. I'm really sorry. Oh, come on, Sam. You know, how many times have, have you helped me in the past? And and you remember when I helped Frank again, I'd really love to. Um, I, I, I wish I could help, but I'm sorry. My plate is full. And just keep repeating that over and over until, you know, Sam gets the idea or whoever I was talking about, Frank gets the idea that it's just not going to happen this time. Um, that That can be very hard for twos to just, feel like they've let somebody down. But being true to yourself and protecting other important things like your time and the time that you're gonna to devote to your family or you know to your own projects is worth protecting. And sometimes to protect, you're gonna to have to say no. You're gonna to have to just look at people and say, no, um, I can't, I can't help you. Um, self-care is gonna require what? Care, it's gonna require attention and work and, and, and discipline. And it's going to require you at times to say no to people that, that you, you feel compelled to help, but you just don't have the resources always to help everybody that you'd like to help. Um, so when, when twos are getting healthy, they quit abandoning themselves for everybody else. Um, they, they, they can create rapport with people without um, going overboard and without losing themselves in creating rapport with people. And when they're, they're healthy, they realize I don't have to connect with everybody, that I don't have to, I don't have to impulse connect with people. Um, I can just walk by somebody, even somebody in need, and just say, hello, how are you doing today? And leave it at that. I don't have to you know, stop and ask that follow-up question, you know, uh, of, of uh, are you okay? Um, do you have a right home? Is, 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 is somebody coming to get you? You, you may just start to, to, to go, you know what, that's not my responsibility. If that person has a need, they can, they can come and ask me and I can make a decision, but I don't need to rescue. And that's, that's a hard thing for twos because twos kind of feel like they're on earth to rescue people. Um, and, and when they're healthy, they can walk past and say, I can't rescue everybody. Um, there's no way I have the energy and strength to do that. So I'm going to have to sometimes just walk past people and say hello, you know, and leave it at that. And, and I think fours could do that. You know, I know eights can, I think fours can do that. Fours are not going to necessarily feel compelled to help people. Um, you know, not that fours aren't helpful, but I'm just saying that there's a difference there between fours and twos. Um, and when twos are really healthy, when they give, they're given from the heart. They're given because they want to give. Not because they need you to, to like them or love them or appreciate them, but they're so full of, of self-care and so full of love in themselves um, 
that they're able to give and truly give in the best sense of that word, in the most altruistic sense of that word, with no strings attached. Um, so when twos move to four, they become more creative, more artistic, because they're listening to their inner voice rather than just what do people need and trying to meet everybody's needs. Um, they become more individualistic, able to differentiate themselves from others and say, here's where I start and here's where you begin, boundaries. They're recognizing those boundaries in relationships. Um, they're not overstepping those boundaries and trying to rescue uh, and, and horning in where they don't belong, always for a good motivation or a good purpose, I know, but it's still horning in. Um, they learn to say no. They accept their own loneliness. And they say, you know, I don't have to connect with everybody. It's okay for me to be alone for a minute. It's okay for me to, to and it would really be good for twos to get alone and to isolate themselves for a little bit and just ask some tough questions like, am I okay if, if there's nobody here to support that I can support or they can support me? And, and you'll find you are okay. You are okay by yourself. You are okay on your own. Um, that you can be full even without you know, taking care of others or others taking care of you, it's very hard because twos are the relationship type. They're probably the most relational of all the types on the Enneagram. If you can get yourself away in isolation for a little bit, maybe sit out on the front porch and look out over the field and say, I'm okay. Even if everybody that I love and cared for, if, if, if I had to, you know, move to the other side of the planet and I could never see them anymore, I'd be okay. I, I, I could survive. I would be able to breathe. I would be able to live. And, and I wouldn't die just because I, I'm lonely. And then when you tap into that sense of fullness that's within you, okay, or that fullness as a Christian pastor, or the fullness that comes from God, um, but that fullness that's already there, then look, you can give out of that fullness. When you give out of emptiness, you're always looking for something in return. Okay, let that sink in. When you give out of emptiness, it's always reciprocating. It's always looking for something in return. But when you give out of fullness, you don't need anything. You're giving because you have way too much. And so you're just giving because you want to give. You're giving because you love. Not to get love, but to give love. Um, so I hope this is helpful for you. Uh, for twos, I want to tell you, be present to life. And present to life means you have needs too. And... I know you want to take care of everybody and don't be surprised when people let you and they don't thank you. Um, it's going to happen. And when it does happen, don't be afraid to use words and create boundaries and use words. I mean, just go to them and say, Hey, look, I'm hurting. That's hard for twos to, to do because they want to be so pleasing and they don't want to displease or disappoint anybody. But, it, but, but the other people in your life are not going to understand why you're upset or hurt or angry unless you communicate. And you're going to have to take a risk to communicate. You're going to have to take a risk. You're going to have to step out there and put your feelings out. That means you need to be in touch with your feelings. You need to own your feelings. They're your feelings. They're your hurts. And people aren't going to be able to read your mind. Okay? They can't read your mind. And they're not as good at reading what's going on as you might be. So you're going to have to use words. You're going to have to step in. You're going to, have to say, look, it really hurt me when... And then you share it and give them a chance to respond. All right, guys. Take care, blessings, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks.